you, OTW. Good morning, everyone. It's uh, really great to have such a good crowd here on a Friday chapel at Cairn University. This is a very uh, exciting day at Cairn, and we're really grateful that you could be here. Um, this is a full day for us on a number of uh, respects. First of all, uh, it is uh, Student Orientation Day, the first of our Student Orientation Day, and a good number of you in the room are new students who will be joining Karen in the fall as well as their family and friends. So we want to welcome you to Karen University and tell you how glad we are to have you a part of the family. So welcome to all of you. <clears throat> We're also just a couple of weeks from the end of the semester, so uh, if you get a chance to greet current students, you'll find that they are uh, looking forward to the end of the term. We have just three weeks to go until finals are completed, and so uh, students are running downhill to the end of the semester, and seniors will be graduating in commencement ceremonies here on campus in just three weeks as well. So we're grateful for all of them, for the Lord's grace this year in uh, all of the challenges that we've been dealing with. The Lord has been very gracious in keeping us safe and providing for us all that we need. But as this semester comes to a close, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say that we're also excited to begin planning for a little more normalcy for the next academic year. Uh, we are looking forward to, after commencement, putting all the chairs back in chapel, putting all the chairs back in place, then resuming more of a normal life together uh, and put this year uh, behind us. It's been really great to be person in person and face-to-face -face this semester, uh, but we're really looking forward to resuming more of a normal life in the next academic year. So as we can, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can applaud for that. We're so grateful to the faculty and staff at the university who have done such a great job managing this year. Uh, but uh, as we come to the end and start looking excitedly to the new year, uh, we are looking forward to resuming a greater degree of normalcy. But it's also an exciting day because this is an important day in the history of the university. Uh, I uh, shared with uh, new students and their families just a little bit this morning, and we sent some communication out earlier this week to the faculty and staff and students. But today, uh, we will be uh, holding a groundbreaking ceremony after chapel out in the Mason Activity Circle. You're all invited to attend, where we will actually turn the dirt on the G. Patrick Stillman Athletic Complex. And while construction has already begun, that will be a ceremony marking God's gracious provision and allowing us to move forward this very important project that will enrich the life of all students on the university campus. We're very excited about it. It's been years in the works and uh, really excited that the Stillman family is here today and we get a chance to be outside, put some shovels in the ground, turn over that dirt, commit that project to the Lord, and then uh, enjoy it henceforth and evermore. So uh, thank the Lord for that and for the opportunity uh, to do that today. We have uh, the Stillman family with us today, uh, and uh, I thought it would be appropriate if we heard not just from uh, Pat, the patriarch of the family, who's also a member of the Board of Trustees, that we would hear from his family as well, because this project is a family project. The Stillman family got behind the forward campaign and this particular element of it in a big way, contributing $3 million to the project, which is a significant contribution and one of our largest single gifts ever. So we are grateful for this family, for what they have meant to the university over the years. Um, and. Uh, uh, in fact, I've been associated with the university since 1990 uh, and uh, never knew a day in my association with the university that the Stillmans weren't a part of it. So I'd like to invite to the platform now Pat and his wife Beulah and their children, uh, Mike 
Susan, Pam, and Robert. So please, would you come up and take this, take the stage. <clears throat> I'll get a chance to say a few words about Pat uh, when I introduce him to share his thoughts. We thought it'd be appropriate for each of the, of the children to share what Cairn University means to them as well. Pat and Beulah's family has been uh, an integral part of the university over the years. The children and grandchildren have been involved in Cairn in uh, many different ways over the course of more than three decades. And so uh, I'll like to turn over the microphone to them in turn. Uh, is this biological order? Uh, Mike first, then Pam, then Susan, and Robert. So uh, I'll just turn it over to them. Mike, why don't you come up, and then when the children are done, I'll, I'll uh, introduce Dad. It's been a long time since I've been introduced as a child. So at 58, I thought I grew up. But <laughs> so uh, I'm going to just share uh, just you know, why athletics is important. I was a co collegiate athlete, played football at Penn State, and I uh, was on their first national championship team. So uh, I, I have a real strong um, connection to athletics. I think there's le life lessons that only can be learned in competing and work and playing on a team and you know, all, all those things. So I think it gives you a much better rounded education if you're active in not only academics, but also athletics. Uh, also, the connection is, I married the uh, former president's daughter, Cheryl Babb's daughter, Michelle. So uh, I met her here. After I graduated from Penn State, I decided to do a one-year Bible uh, enrichment program. That's what they called it back then. And that was uh, back in 1985. Been a little while. Chapel's changed a bit. But uh, <laughs> uh, for the better, I would say. Um, and then uh, four of my children uh, either went to WWC or went here. Uh, and graduated, and two of them met their spouses, at, uh, both at WWC, and uh, married, and still married. So um, that's been the connection. So, uh, you know, for our family, mine personally, uh, we're very connected here. So uh, it wasn't hard to get behind the idea of uh, donating to the, the new athletic building, and, you know, look forward to seeing it completed. Thank you. I'm Pamela. I actually came to PCB first in 1984. So I was part of why Mike came. And also when I arrived on campus, um, Dr. Cheryl Babb, who was president, asked me to come to his office. So I did because I knew Cheryl and my father were friends. And he greeted me, and then he proceeded to ask me, was I going to play field hockey? I had played field hockey in all four years in high school, and I had um, been out of high school for a couple years, and I was like, no, I have no cleats, no sneakers, no plans. He's like, let me introduce you to the coach. <laughs> the next day I was at practice. Uh, I played all three years. I was here. I was a starter, and the team won uh, the championship every year. We also had a very good soccer team when I was a student here, and they were winning championships. But my second year here, not only were we champions, we were undefeated, like the soccer team, but we were also unscored on. So yay, girls. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I graduated in 87, and um, my father got involved when I was a student here with the board, and I followed what he was doing here. He spent uh, um, a lot of time helping raise funds for the school and do a lot of project at the school. So when the school approached us that they wanted to do this in honor of my father, I thought it was perfectly fitting for all of the years he spent helping the school and the connection with athletics because our family were all athletes and my father was also a collegiate athlete. So thank you for this honor to honor my dad. My name is Susan. I'm obviously third born. I came here, I think it was 92 um, for a year, and I was not involved in athletics here. I was involved in the college I had come from. Here I just kind of wanted to focus on school, which was probably a good decision. But um, all my other family members, athletes, of course my father, um, was, uh, he played football long enough that I kind of remember. <laughs> and when I came here, they had just built uh, the Stillman dorm, which I'm assuming is still here. And it was weird because I lived beside it. So every day I walked to my dorm, I saw the name, um, which was really, really cool. And so when they came and, uh, we're talking about doing this and putting dad's name on it. Like my sister said, I thought it, it was just uh, perfect. Um, a perfect representation of him and his, because sports, like my brother said, represents, it represents so many things. Um, work, tenacity, uh, strength. And I would say that he embodies that. He's worked very hard over the years um, for the, un the university, um, fundraising, president of the board, um, a lot of, in a lot of different areas. He's worked hard um, in his businesses. Uh, and I know that, um, I think he shared in chapel his uh, battle with cancer. He's worked very hard at that. And just, this represents him perfectly. I'm honored to be here. And I'm, we're honored that you're honoring him this way. Hi, I'm uh, Rob Stillman. And uh, unfortunately, my connection to Karen is the most tenuous. I, uh, I dated a girl that went here. Is that, <laughs> does that work? That's good. All right. But, uh, you know, my dad told me about the groundbreaking, and he, he, he shared with me at his age, he, he gets a little nervous about going to any ceremony that involves a shovel. So, <laughs> but he's here, so he's, he's not scared. But uh, all, in all seriousness, uh, when this opportunity came, uh, for me, uh, I don't remember my dad not being involved with this university, and uh, I know that it's his desire to, to make Karen the best it can be. And I feel too that our commitment was also um, made easier in our faith in Todd and the staff and the faculty and you the students. Because we're excited about what's happening here. We're glad to be a part of it. And I'm just excited that uh, this uh, honor for my father representing and recognizing 
is almost lifelong commitment to this school. It's, it's a great honor and, and we're very thankful. So thank you. Well, thank you all for those uh, good and encouraging words and testimony. And you can see, I think, for all of us that are attending and those that are joining by live stream, that the university uh, is a pretty broad community. It is uh, comprised of the students who study here for sure and the faculty and staff who serve here and have served here over the years, as well as the friends and donors who support the work of the university and the board of trustees. Uh, this is a group that is not highly visible to students. Uh, uh, not highly visible in terms of the day-to-day -day operations of the university, but are absolutely integral to the life of the university. Uh, today, we have the privilege of having with us uh, in the chapel two other members of the Board of Trustees, Lee Himmelman, who I think has been serving more than 40 years, and Liz Givens, uh, who's been involved with the university uh, on the Board of Trustees probably that long as well. A um, little short of that. As again, in my involvement at the university, I don't remember a time when uh, Pat and Lee and Liz were not involved at the university. And I also want to say that the Board of Trustees, uh, many of whom are serving into their third decade, is among the most forward-thinking group of people that I interact with at the school. They're always thinking about how to make the university stronger, what changes need to be made to make it more viable and more strategic in its offerings and impact in the church society and the world. It is not a group that is resting on its laurels, but always thinking about what is next. Pat Stillman has been involved with the Board of Trustees 38? 38 years. That's a long time to serve on the Board of Trustees. When I often get asked, you know, uh, Dr. Williams as a president, you know, don't you favor term limits? Wouldn't you like to? Never. With the caliber of these people that are serving on the board, we want them as long as the Lord gives them strength, right? Pat Stillman has been serving on the board for 38 years. He and his wife, Beulah, have committed themselves, their family, and their multiple business interests to the service of the Lord. Their family, the way they conduct their, their lives personally, their commitment to the church, the way they run the businesses that they've owned over the years, always with a commitment to Christ and his word, always to use those resources to further the kingdom. They serve as an incredible example to us as a family. Um, they embody the mission of the university in a very real way. It is uh, always exciting to see people who share these commitments, get behind the work of the university, and keep working to move us forward. But I want to say with regard to Pat, in 38 years of service, Pat was the chairman of the board when we made the transition from my predecessor, Dr. Cheryl Babb, who served for 28 years, was my president when I was a student. And as I'm looking out, I see some alumni faces in the room, was your president as well. Pat was a friend to Cheryl Babb and was a constant source of wisdom and encouragement both to Dr. Babb and to myself in the 13 years that I have served as president. He is uh, always willing to listen, always willing to share his opinion, his wisdom, and his perspective, always praying for me and for you and for all of us, always there when we need someone to step up and to help always thinking about the opportunities that are in front of us, not just the threats and challenges that we face. Pat loves the Lord. He loves God's word. He's committed to those things. They drive everything he is and everything that he does. His character has been shaped in a long personal walk with 
the Lord Jesus in a way that makes me proud to call him not just a longstanding member of the Board of Trustees, a friend of the university, a significant donor, one worthy of this recognition of the G. Patrick Stillman complex, but a friend. Please welcome Pat Stillman. When I introduced my bride, uh, <clears throat> you can tell uh, she's still just as cute as ever. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, when she got to campus, she was one of the first girls that I met. I liked her right away. But she was so popular. Uh, I had a hard time getting a date. I was always a day late and a dollar short. And uh, I remember one particularly hard football game and it was, uh, the sun was setting in the west, and uh, I looked over, and, and Beulah was a cheerleader, and she was standing there holding hands with the, the uh, trumpet player, and I, I thought to myself, what is wrong with this picture? <laughs> <You know? laughs> but fortunately, the trumpet player went by the wayside, and uh, I ended up being the, the uh, chosen one. So thank you, sweetie, for sticking with me. And uh, what, a, what a gift she's been to me from the Lord. And in uh, shaping our family, our four children, uh, she was my greatest blessing. And, uh, and I'll tell you, the Bible says when you find a wife, you find a good thing. He did say and, so. uh, what, what's that? He did say so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I'm 80 years old. I don't hear too well. But, uh, <laughs> they keep telling me I need hearing aids, and I, I don't want to do that. But, <clears throat> anyway, you want to say a word? Thank you, dear. You always state things beautifully, and always don't let me forget that one story. <laughs> I hope you'll forgive it. We'll be married 60 years in August, so yeah. I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, you can hardly believe she's 82 years old. Isn't that amazing? <clears throat> she doesn't mind me telling it either. Um, <clears throat> yeah. A couple of thoughts I'd, I'd like to leave with you. Uh, that uh, number one, uh, God is the source of all blessings, and uh, as I said, uh, He blessed me when uh, Beulah and I got married. I, at the time, I had no idea uh, what a wonderful helpmate she was going to be. Um, I mean, what do you know at 21? No offense, no offense, but. You know. <laughs> Let me tell you, when you get 80, you kind of look over things and you, you realize that, that, that so many things that happened were, were, was God's hand of blessing. And uh, Buell and I, uh, from our very beginning of our marriage, uh, made it a point to always tithe at least 10% of our income. Uh, the Bible says uh, in Proverbs, uh, I, when I was 16, 17, I read through Proverbs uh, for two years. I'd read a chapter a day. Because uh, it, it tells you, you know, how to, how to navigate life in a godly way. Uh, and uh, that verse stuck with me about, it, about uh, Proverbs uh, 3 9 says that uh, if you honor the Lord with your first fruits, uh, he'll fill your barns and your wine vats will overflow. Obviously, that's a financial blessing. And I really wanted the Lord to bless me financially. Uh, and, you know, some people think, oh, you know, not just financially, but but in all ways, but also financially. Uh, and, and I have to tell you that even though we've uh, 
given away millions in our lifetime. Uh, the Lord has replenished it far greater than that. I, I'm, I am absolutely amazed. And that comes right out of Ephesians, that uh, uh, God will do more for you than you can ever imagine or hope. And I have to say, that's exactly what's happened with us. Uh, when I talk, think about our wonderful, you just met our four children. Uh, we have 18 grandchildren, uh, four great-grandchildren, uh, and, and another one on the way, so we'll have five. Uh, they're all walking with the Lord. Uh, and I say, praise the Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and, and then God has put so many uh, good people in our lives, friends, business partners, uh, associates, uh, uh, people that run our businesses. Uh, I, I look at them as all gifts from the Lord. And uh, uh, so uh, uh, I'd like to encourage you to all be tithers, and, uh, and God, will, God will give it back to you. I, I, I can, I'm a testimony of that. Uh, <clears throat> and the second thing I was going to say, I am almost forgot it. I'm trying to pull it up. But that's one of the problems with age. You know, I, I, sh I should have written it down. Oh, I know what it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's so important uh, to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, Jesus was here. He said, he gave us two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, and soul. The second, uh, love your neighbors yourself. And, and uh, when we do that, uh, we basically, uh, you know, I believe in loving people into the kingdom. Uh, some people believe in scaring them into the kingdom. Some believe in beating them into the kingdom. I, I believe in loving them into the kingdom. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, and, and I look at, uh, like, I was mentioned as the patriarch of our family. Uh, and then I, Bible tells us in Proverbs that a man that doesn't take care of his family is worse than an infidel. And uh, so I thought I started thinking about who's my family? And then I realized that my family's not just myself and my wife and my children, but it's also my brothers and sisters and their children and my wife's brothers and sisters and their children and then, the, then our family at large. So, so uh, uh, we're supposed to, I, I look at it as doing everything that I can to help them. Uh, and, and not only, we had some issues in our family where, uh, on my side, where uh, uh, there were real divisions. And, and uh, I was uh, going down to uh, uh, Naples, Florida, and I was gonna go right through uh, Sarasota. And uh, there, one of my brothers that had eight children, and they were all, uh, he hadn't seen them in years. And so I called the oldest and said, hey, would you, would you rent a restaurant, rent a real nice restaurant, and, and uh, invite the family, and I'd just like to stop by, have dinner with them, give them a testimony, reunite. Re, uh, and uh, we did that. And since that time, uh, several of them have uh, uh, rebonded with their dad, uh, my brothers had an entirely different attitude, uh, and uh, you know the animosity and the, and the uh, 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 bad words—not uh, bad words, but ill feelings that they had toward one another—are dissipating. And I, I look at that and I say, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you." And 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 I know that the Spirit of God led me to do that uh, because I'm, I'm riding along, and all of a sudden I'm thinking about 
hey, I should call him. This is out of the blue. I hadn't seen him in 20 years. Uh, so the other thing is be attentive to what the Lord says to you. When the Spirit of the Lord is urging you uh, to do something, and you know it aligns with what the Bible says, so you know what Spirit's talking to you. Uh, you know, it, it's, I've always been glad when I listened and did it and regretted when I didn't. Uh, so listen to the Spirit uh, in your heart uh, and work at doing everything you can to be a blessing to other people. It, the rewards will come back, will flood you over. So there's two, uh, financial rewards, but then there's, there's a, uh, a real joy in being a blessing to others. Uh, and uh, so uh, it's, it's so important for us to speak well of each other and uh, say good things and uh, sow good seeds because they all come back. And that's what I like about Karen. You know, uh, Karen is based on what the Bible says. And uh, as a man believes in his heart, so is he. That is so important, what we believe. Now, I'm going to give you a quick story. Uh, when I was 13 years old, I was a little fat kid. And, and uh, my dad had a Dairy Queen, and I was his number one uh, taster. Uh, I, I mean, I really was. I really loved it. I still do. I, I have two Dairy Queens. Uh, and I, I couldn't let them go, you know. Uh, and anyway, the uh, uh, junior high football coach invited me out to play football. And I had never thought about playing any kind of sport. Uh, I loved working because I was eating Dairy Queen. And uh, anyway, uh, I thought, oh, okay, well, uh, man, somebody wants me. So I went out for football. And we get out there, and it was in September. And September is sometimes a dry time of year. Ground was hard as cement. And uh, we're out there doing uh, up and downs. You know, we run in place and fall down on the ground. You know, it's like I thought, mm, this isn't very much fun. And, uh, and then we were doing all these push-ups and sit-ups. And I'd never done any of that in my life. I remember the next day I got up, I could hardly move. I hurt so bad. You know, and, and, and I can't understand why I didn't quit. I, I, but it never occurred to me to quit. Uh, I should have quit. I mean, I, w I wasn't going to play or anything. But anyway, uh, we played the whole year, and the last game of the season, it was a, one of those weeks it had rained all week, and it was raining during the game. The field was a quagmire. And the fourth quarter, I heard the coach call my name. And I'm thinking, that can't be me. Then he hollered again, and the kid sitting next to me, hey, Stillman, coach wants you. And I'm thinking, what could he possibly want? You know, <laughs> what was I going to do? And so I run up to the coach. He said, and the quarterback was standing there. His, his jersey was just caked with mud. He told me to take my jersey off and give it to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, you would think, going through that embarrassment, that, that it would, would uh, bother me. But I wasn't embarrassed at all. I was so thankful that I wasn't supposed to go into the game because I had no, no idea what to do. You know? So fortunately, there was a metamorphosis that, that happened uh, between uh, 13 and 14. I grew six inches. And, and so I don't know what I weighed before, but then I weighed 175. And, and, and uh, then the, that, that was a whole new ball game. Uh, and uh, I ended up playing at the University of Utah. Uh, I was playing against this guy from uh, UCLA, and it was a tough game. And, and uh, about the fourth quarter, I noticed that he had blood all over his uniform. And I think, man, I'm beating this guy up. And then I realized it was my blood. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, 
but as you can see, sports has been a big, big part of my life. Uh, and and uh, what you what you find out is when you think you don't, you can't go another step. You can. Uh, we had a our coach at. Uh, he would always say, okay, guys, get us together and huddle and say, okay, one more play, one more play. And we'd go up and we'd run it and come back, one more play, one more. We did 22 one more plays. <laughs> if, if he had said 22, we're going to run 22 plays, we'd have all fell down on the ground and say, well, we couldn't do it. But you know, when you do things one at a time, one step at a time, can you get one more? Yeah, you can do one more. It's, it's just amazing. So, so always, always think there's always room to do one more. And that, that's the one thing that athletics taught me that, that uh, there's always energy uh, and strength to do one more. Uh, and, uh, but anyway, I'm thrilled to be a part of Karen all these years. Uh, it's been a blessing to me and her family. I've enjoyed being a part of our trustees and uh, intermingling with their lives and what's happening with them. And uh, like uh, Todd said, we have a lot of trustees that's been there a long time. And, and their goal is, is uh, unselfish. They're there to, what can we do to help Karen uh, be everything that God has in store for her? And uh, I'm happy to be associated with Karen. And uh, Todd, this is, you're, you're going to like this. But the gifts aren't over. You know, we're, we're going to keep on supporting Karen. And, uh, uh, and the, uh, I'm just amazed, as I said, uh, how the Lord just keeps blessing us in all ways. So uh, how do I, how do, what do we do now? <laughs> so you can see that in addition to his support and wisdom, uh, Paul keeps every, uh, Pat keeps everybody on the board smiling as well and laughing and um, we are just so thankful for the Stillman family, for Pat and Beulah, for uh, the testimony that their marriage, their life, their work uh, is to all of us. And we're very grateful again uh, to the Lord for bringing them here to Cairn University and for their support of this project. And I'd like to pray to close out chapel and then uh, all of us will begin to make our way out to the Mason Activity Center Circle and all of you who are able are welcome to join us. Pat, thank you for your words. Thank you and your family for your generosity to the university. And uh, we thank the Lord for you. Thanks. Father in heaven, we thank you for the days that you give us. We thank you for your goodness and grace, for your loving kindness, and for your mercies which are new every morning. We thank you that you are a great and faithful God. We thank you for the men and women who have studied at this institution for more than a century, for those that have served on the faculty and staff, for those who have served on the board of trustees, for those who have given of their time, talent, and financial resources to support this important work as we educate students to serve your son Jesus in the church, society, and the world. We thank you for the Stillman family and others like them. We thank you for their generosity, for the goodness and grace you've shown them, for their willingness to give back to you and to your work. We thank you for this gift, the G. Patrick Stillman Athletic Complex, for what it will mean in the life of the university, in the life of student-athletes, in the life of all students who will enjoy this beautiful facility for many, many years to come. We thank you for this day that we could gather, that we could hear the testimonies of these servants of yours, and we pray that uh, in the way in which they have blessed and encouraged us, you would allow us to bless and encourage them. 
Father, of all the blessings that we enjoy by your good and gracious hand, we thank you most of all for those that are ours in and through Jesus Christ, without whom none of this would be possible. And we pray that you would make us grateful for those eternal blessings and faithful servants of yours as we live out and proclaim the good news of Jesus to a world that desperately needs it. We pray this in the name of Christ. Amen. God bless. Have a great day.